Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992 800-223-0992 That's 800-223-0992 Welcome to Picks and Parlays on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. I am your host, Chelsea Messenger. You can find me every day on Twitter. My handle is just my name, at Chelsea Messenger. And we also urge you to go visit our own Twitter, uh, Picks and Parlays. If you just search us on Twitter, we're streaming live every weekday. We stream the show on there if you want to watch. We're also on YouTube and on Facebook if you want to join in. On the discussion on Facebook, we bring in some of those comments on the show, if they're good, if they're nice, and if they're relevant. So get to it. I know you're on social media already. You might as well give us a shout. Today, we've got a packed show. We're talking college football, the opening weekend, some of the top games. We've got three on the slate today, Boise State versus Florida State in Jacksonville. Probably a bit of a home game for the Knowles. I know they've been really bad last season. Obviously, they disappointed a whole lot of people, including Florida State fans. But you know what? I don't think the Seminoles are going to be nearly as bad this season. So this Boise State-Florida uh, State matchup might be a good one because Boise State, they're a good team. Uh, they have upsets in their blood. They've won some of these big games. Uh, and also Utah at BYU. The Holy War, always an interesting matchup. And Georgia Vanderbilt. You know, uh, Georgia obviously is the huge favorite here, but how many points are they getting? That's the question. Uh, because Vanderbilt can still lose and still cover, still win you some money. Also, NFL picks, we're talking the AFC Championship game. Who's going to win that one? Is it going to be the Patriots? Is it going to be the Chiefs? The Patriots traditionally are big winners of this game just because the AFC East is so easy, and it just seems like New England has the easier route uh, most years. But also, uh, we're talking daily baseball picks. As always, if you want your money today, we've got you covered. We've got several games to place your wagers on. We're back after the break talking college football. The opening weekend here on Picks and Parlays. Bet, win, repeat. We're back after the break. Oh, 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 
Stop by your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store and pick up five quarts of O'Reilly conventional motor oil and a microguard filter for $21.99. Extend the life of your vehicle and save money with five quarts of O'Reilly conventional motor oil only at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. Hey, I'm Hall of Fame catcher Johnny Bench. I used to hit dingers and throw lasers when I was a Major League Baseball player. Now I do yard work, raise my boys, and get the occasional 18 holes in, but I still have to deal with that Hall of Fame pain. I use Blue Emu pain relief products. The Blue Emu Maximum Arthritis or Continuous Spray are easy to use. I just spray or rub it on. No stinging or burning. Blue Emu, it works fast and you won't stink. Available at Nationwide Retailers. Welcome back to Picks and Parlays Radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. I am your host, Chelsea Messenger. Today, let's talk college football opening weekend, some of the big matchups. We've got Craig Trapp joining us from Picks and Parlays. Let's talk about Boise State and Florida State, that game in Jacksonville on August 31st. Uh, opening thoughts about this matchup. Well, this, this line opened at four. Uh, Boise favored by four. And now we see it even in uh, – you know, some places up to four and a half, which is kind of surprising against, obviously, Florida State basically playing, uh, I won't say it's a home game, but for all intents and purposes. It's very close. It's very close, yes. So that's interesting that the line is starting to move the other way. I think that tells you that um, probably expecting a lot of money on Boise. And Boise's been very, very good 
in these opening weekend primetime type games. Mm -hmm. I had some huge upsets going all the way back when Chris Peterson was there, and that has continued. And I see that, but the one question with Boise is obviously uh, Rippon has moved on. We saw him with the Denver Broncos at the Hall of Fame game, and that leaves a huge, you know, four-year starter. Now you, you have a ton of question marks at the quarterback position. And yes, Florida State wasn't great at quarterback last year either, but at least they have experience there. Yeah, and Florida State, I think you look at the records, Florida State 5-7 and seven last season and Boise State uh, 10-3. and three. So on paper, it looks like Boise State is the favorite. But Boise State, uh, I think their schedule last year, I don't think they played a whole lot of tough opponents. I think the only uh, ranked team they played was Florida State. Or no, Fresno State, excuse me. Yeah, only beat one ranked team last season, and that was Fresno State. So you've got to look at the strength, strength of schedule there. Uh, and I think Florida State might be a little better this year. Honestly, I don't think they could get any worse yeah. from last year with the talent that they have. Talent-wise, they're a top-20 team. Well, Willie Taggart obviously was not – that's not the way you want to kick off your first losing no. season in 40 <laughs> years is your first year as a coach, and, and that's not going to set well with Florida State fans. There's a lot – expectations are way up this year to have a huge bounce-back season. He brought in controversial – Offensive coordinator um, Kendall Bryles uh, remembers uh, his dad and how he was the offensive coordinator there under his dad, Ed Baylor, and they had some unbelievable offenses. But it does expose the defense, and that was the big – the two big issues of Florida State last year was their defense didn't perform con considering all the talent they do have, and their offensive line was terrible. I think the right. offensive line will be a little better with more experience, but – you're going to have to find a way to you know, control that ball a little more. If he just goes out there and continues what they did last year, three and out, three and out, terrible field position, I think it's going to be a long season for Florida State. But I'm looking for a bounce back year, and that's why I like getting the points here with Florida State. I'm going to take the four, four and a half, and I think Florida State has a chance to win. So if you give me the points, basically a home game, I'm mm -hmm. going to take Florida State here. Yeah, I think what you said about the offensive line for Florida State is right on the money. I think in football, a lot of things stem from offensive line weakness. And last season, they had so many injuries that they had uh, nine different combinations of linemen in 12 games. That's a lot of movement, and that's a lot of chaos on an offensive line that's supposed to uh, open up holes for your running back. It's supposed to make your passing game better, and your defense is on the field more. So I think if the offensive line is a little better this year, and we'll see it in the first game, Especially since Boise State, I think this offensive line, defensive line matchup will be a good one. Uh, Boise led the Mountain West in sacks last season, so that's a good matchup to look for. Well, they didn't get a lot of interceptions, though, Boise, so that's at least a positive for uh, quarterback James Blackman for mm -hmm. Florida State. Um, he was a little turnover prone last year. This isn't a Boise team that's really big on the defensive line, so that should at least give them a little opportunity to maybe push them around a little bit as far as offensive line of Florida State. And then let's remember, Florida State is never lacking talent. They're probably have, uh, you know, uh, the defensive tackle Marvin Wilson, probably a first-round draft pick, linebacker um, Jackson. I think he could be all-conference, could be a first- or second-round draft pick. And then I love their secondary last year. They did come up with some turnovers that did keep them in some of those games. So I think the defense will be really good. I, I think Florida State's – I really think the wrong team's favored here. And uh, I'm not going to question what I think early on. I'm going to take Florida State. Just one more fact to add to that. Cam Akers, he was a super prospect or a super recruit, whatever you want to call him. Uh, in 2017, he broke Dalvin Cook's freshman rush record. 
So he's a great running back, and I think if the offensive line uh, is a little better this season, that should help. So just recap your pick one more time. We're going to take Florida State with the points, even though I think they could win. Um, it's either four or four and a half, depending on where you get it at. You might want to wait because I think the line is moving that way. So if you're not getting that four and a half, maybe wait um, a few days uh, or a few weeks closer to the season. Got it. All right, let's move on to Utah at BYU. The Holy War game, always a good rivalry there. Uh, and it seems like Utah has won a lot of these lately. Uh, initial thoughts on this one? Well, Utah's clearly the better team here. The odds say it. Utah's favored by five. Um, the line opened at five. I even see it up to five and a half at some spots. So if you like Utah, I would definitely get on this game early because it's probably not going any the other way. Utah, the favorite to win the Pac-12 this mm -hmm. year. Um, ton of players coming back. They were very good last year, even though the last five or six games they played without their <clears throat> superstar quarterback in Hundley. I think he'll be back and healthy. I think this one really, really favors Utah. I would be shocked if Utah's defense doesn't dominate this game, although we do know BYU's offensive line is always huge. They're one of the biggest offensive lines in football every year. So that is the positive for BYU, but it really uh, favors Utah, you know, but it is a rivalry game. That's the wild card. And tradition favors Utah. BYU, eight straight losses to the Utes. Uh, and last season, BYU was actually leading in that one. And Utah just, I mean, they broke their hearts. They came back and, and won that one. So that had to be a, an emotional loss for that one. For them, uh, the only thing maybe I would consider is Utah overlooking BYU. Well, you don't, you don't overlook your rival. That's just not something. This is one of the biggest rivalries in football. Five and two. Like you said, Utah's won eight in a row, but five and two against a red run uh, for Utah as well. Even though BYU did cover last year, it was 35-27. Utah won, but the line was 10 and a half, so they didn't cover. But this one, um, being on the road, you don't have to lay nearly as many points with the Utah team. You know, last year, that game was right around Thanksgiving. Uh, now this it's the opening game of the year. So these teams have had all season to prepare or all off season to prepare for their rivalry and opening weekend game. So there's no way I think that Utah overlooks this one. Utah wins. I think they win really big. And I'm going to take Utah minus the five points. Get in on it early because I think this line's going to go up. And finally, our next game is UGA at Vanderbilt, a big SEC East matchup. Uh, for both teams, UGA probably is a major favorite. Uh, we'll have to look at the line and see how many points they're getting. First of all, how many points are they getting? I mean, this is crazy. Georgia is a 20-point. It opened at 20. It's mm -hmm. at 21 in a lot of spots now. And I, I would be shocked if this doesn't even go maybe even off of that key number of 21 just because Georgia is the second-best uh, team in the um, SEC this year mm -hmm. and those teams you know Georgia and Alabama always have to lay huge huge numbers and I, I just you know I think it's a obviously I think Georgia wins but I think that's a ton of points yeah uh, Georgia the thing is Vanderbilt doesn't have to win they just have to hang with them even close and there's even upset potential Vanderbilt has beaten a Georgia team under Kirby Smart before I believe it was in 2016 uh, and that's when they had Nick Chubb and Sony Michelle as their running backs. So they were talented that season. So upsets, it's possible. I don't see it happening this season. But like we said, I mean, they've got 20 points to work with. And they have one of the better running backs in all of the SEC. Keyshawn Vaughn averaged almost eight yards a carry. 
which is incredible considering he probably doesn't have the offensive line uh, that some of these guys have at Alabama, at Auburn. So that's something to consider as well. Well, last two years, Georgia's is owned this 41-13 last year, 45-14 the year before covering both games. But mm -hmm. like you said, three years ago, Vandy won on the road at Georgia 17-16. to and then um, that was that that was capped off five straight years where they covered in this game. So five and two against the spread in the last seven. Vandy is getting a ton of points. I think opening games are always dangerous. Let's take the the point all these points with Vanderbilt getting 20, 21 points. All right, those are your picks. Vanderbilt uh, covering. I guess, how would we say that? Yes, Vanderbilt covering the points. <laughs> Just to make sure I get it right. Uh, we're taking Utah. Uh, over BYU and Florida State. We're taking over Boise State. Those are your picks for college football. We'll be back after the break with more Picks and Parlays. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Do you have a problem hearing the television? Do you need to crank up the volume so loud your family is screaming at you? Then put on your TV ears. TV Ears has helped millions of people just like you hear TV loud and clear without cranking up the volume. For about 60 bucks for the 30-day free trial, you can get your own set of TV Ears. When you wear TV Ears, you can mute the TV volume for private listening or let others watch TV with you. Order in the next 10 minutes and take us up on our 30-day home trial and very special price. TV Ears is a brand hearing professionals have trusted for more than 20 years. And through this special radio offer, you can get your very own for just $60. Just mention promo code RADIO. So put on your TV ears and make everyone happy. 800-984-4207. 800-984-4207. That's 800-984-4207. This is an urgent health notice for all residents suffering from back, neck, knee, and wrist pain. You may qualify for a pain-relieving brace at little or no cost to you, but the deadline is fast approaching. Simply call the Health Alert Hotline now. You heard right. You may qualify for a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace. These items may even be covered by Medicare or your private insurance. The Health Alert Hotline is your brace company. These specialized braces have been tested for pain relief. Call us toll-free right now to 
determine your eligibility and to learn how to use your private insurance or Medicare to minimize your out-of-pocket cost. Don't wait. If the deadline passes, you may lose your opportunity to get a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace at little or no cost to you. 800-430-9571. 800-430-9571. That's 800-430-9571. And we're back on Picks and Parlays Radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. I am your host, as I am every day. My name is Chelsea Messenger. You can find me on Twitter. My handle is just my name, Chelsea Messenger. And also check us out on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. If you search Picks and Parlays, we're pretty easy to find. We're also streaming live on Twitter and on YouTube. I want to say Facebook. I'm not too sure on that. (laughs) Oh, we are. Uh, Good. All right. So let's get to some NFL. Last night, football was back. The Hall of Fame game. Dana Lane is joining us to, to talk about the Hall of Fame game and also some takeaways. First thoughts on the Hall of Fame game last night. Well, first of all, it's amazing to see football back. I mean, I've been watching baseball from morning to night. For the and you're also a Pirates fan, so that... <laughs> you know, the personal agonies don't need to be brought up, Chelsea. But uh, last night, um, honestly, there's a few things that you could take from, take from this, and it's not, not a lot. I mean, again, this is another under... Um, Hall of Fame game that the betters were wrong on the over. They were they were wrong on the on the, on the Falcon side. We weren't wrong. We called we the under. Wrong. We called the under because traditionally it's been a very low scoring game. So we picked that. So another thing. Well, first of all, let's talk about the results. The Broncos yeah. won this one 14-10. Uh, I believe uh, the over under was thirty four and a half. So it was way under. Well, it makes sense. And, and we were talking about this before the show that. You know, when you're handicapping, and I, I know there's some people in the media that kind of scoff at the fact that <laughs> some people bet it on preseason, and I, I get it. But here's the thing. If you're betting on it for the right reasons, like if you actually have broken down uh, the aspect of the game that you feel like is going to give you an advantage, and, and, you know, not just betting on what you saw last year. I mean, I think there are some definite uh, positives, especially in week one. I mean, you could really find some some spots where you feel like Team A has an advantage over Team B. And just like we were saying, I really, during the regular season, I start my handicapping at offensive and defensive lines. But during the preseason, I start my handicapping at wide receiver versus defensive backs. And the reason is, uh, many different reasons. Number one, you're going to have, most of the time, your defensive backs are going to play three to five yards off the receiver. They're not going to play at 10 yards, seven to 10 yards off a receiver. So you're not giving your wide receiver, your wide receiver not only has to win that battle, but they also have to get downfield. Well, why is this a problem in preseason? Well, it's a problem there because normally uh, offensive lines that have played together uh, for a while are going to be able to give your quarterback time for your wide receiver to get open. In preseason, especially week one, where you have an offensive line that has not played together, that that quarterback's not going to have a lot of time. So they are looking, especially if it's not a, a veteran quarterback, especially if it's a guy that's already, you know, into a situation where, you know, he's trying to either make an impression or make the team or get off of the, you know, the, get out from underneath the bottom of the depth chart, whatever the case may be, he wants to get that ball out of his hands quickly. Right. So, and then you have an offensive line that's not used to pass protecting together. So all of that equals 
not a lot of balls downfield. And we saw last night that the, the per pass average was like at five and a half. I don't think anybody, I think one quarterback was over five. Everything was underneath. Everything was conservative. And, and really all the, the, the defenses were vanilla at that point. In fact, Matt Schwab probably was the, the one quarterback that uh, looked, the, looked in the, mo- the least impressive. And I think it was probably because <laughs> I saw he on thought. Twitter, somebody said, Matt Schaub looked like an old man throwing a watermelon. Yeah, well, I don't think Schwab thought he was going to play as much as he did last night. So uh, his numbers, at least statistically, were not very good. Everybody else was Well, his arm just didn't look that good. And Kurt Bankert, he looked really good. He had some zip on his throws. He was, uh, he's the third string quarterback for the Falcons out of Virginia. But he impressed a lot of people last night with some of his throws on the run, the way he commanded that offense. And he's really trying to prove that he deserves that backup job and not Matt Schaub. I know Matt Schaub has made $90 million, which is incredible. (laughs) But Kurt Bankert says, you know what? It's my time. I want that money. I want the backup job. I I was also impressed, too, by Brett, don't call me, Mark Rippon last night. I mean, I thought... He, he was pretty good. I still, you know, some people think he's, I, I'm still on the fence about his arm strength, honestly. I thought, thought he was okay at, at Boise. Um, but, you know, listen, last night he statistically, at least he was as good, probably the best of, at least his rating was higher than anybody right. else. But what he, was it, like seven throws? I'm not a huge fan of stats in preseason games because the sample yeah, size was, was is just so small. Oh, he was five for ten. Five for ten. Five he, had for a, ten he had a touchdown. You know. and, the quarterback rating was as good as anybody else. But let's let's not take so much out of what we just saw and apply right. it to the, the, the week two. Really, our, the bottom line, uh, A, number one, they just wanted to get out of this game healthy. I mean, let's be honest, neither right. one of these teams really wanted to be playing in this game. Well, but, the only person that wasn't healthy was the Broncos yeah. head coach, Big yes. Fangio, who had uh, a kidney stone during the entire game. And I will tell you, I have never Googled kidney stones so much as I did in the first quarter of that game. Uh, so that's very impressive that he was on the sidelines doing that. And you'd think that hopefully during the regular season, that's not going to be a factor. Uh, his team still won. And as we mentioned in yesterday's show, the Broncos, I mean, uh, the Falcons, excuse me, it seems like traditionally they don't put a whole lot of emphasis on preseason games, and that's also something you can look for when you're betting preseason games. You're not a degenerate, we promise. You can look at other stats and just bet the games differently. The Falcons 0-8 in their past two preseason uh, games, so it, it just looks like they don't care as much quite about the, off, the, the preseason. So that's also something to consider. Well, when you're also talking about angles, Chelsea, I mean, that's a good point. I mean, you could look at these coaches. There's coaches that, I mean, there's various things that go on. I mean, even as simplistic of, hey, look, you know, we're, we're in the bottom of the league of, in attendance because our team stinks. we got to get people excited. So, you know, we got to start winning some games or, uh, you know, maybe that starts in preseason. Maybe the culture changes in preseason. If you have a losing culture, you know, maybe that starts to, the, to change uh, during the course of this uh, four or five week period. But uh, even, you know, not so, you can't really, when you're going in handicapping games, you really can't go back to what happened last year. And there's a few things. I always look at things as separate entities. I never really, you know, like sometimes you'll put out statistics that, you know, team A over the last 50 games is this. That really doesn't apply too much. But what I think you can do in preseason is look at coaching tendencies and whether or not they, you know, they care about winning games. Yeah, if they're and what aggressive kind of versus they not run. aggressive. I think yesterday we were talking about Pete Carroll, 
how much he always wants to win, and that's yeah. something to factor. Yeah, absolutely. So coaching is is extremely val- valuable, and we've talked about this in, in previous segments as well, about watching these press conferences. And, man, if you've got DirecTV, I mean, that is that's absolutely <laughs> the best because you could just flip from one Fox Sports affiliate to the other and watch all these press conferences, and they're all online as well. But you really get a feel for what a coach is going to do, who's going to play, for how long. Very rarely do you... Uh, go into a matchup and not know how long a quarterback is going to play. So that those are all valuable things, too. So anybody who thinks that, you know, you shouldn't bet on preseason games, I get where you're coming from, but I also feel like there are matchups that, that, that Team A will exploit over Team B, and there's nothing wrong with betting on a side that you think has got a matchup advantage in a preseason game. Especially if you adjust your betting strategy for preseason games as opposed to regular season games. And you know what? There's plenty of people who lay bets on things with plenty less research. I will tell you, I play roulette, I play craps, I play blackjack, you know, and I don't do any research on those. And I'm sure there's people that bet horses that don't do any research as well. I know people that bet horses that don't do any research. So, I mean, (laughs) if you're going to criticize us for being degenerates, pick something else because we're actually doing our research here at Picks and Parlays. It's not really being a degenerate. I, I laid off the game. Look, I'm not... I'm not going to be involved in it because I'd much rather be involved in baseball where I know who's pitching, I know who's playing. I mean, I, I've seen these guys all year. It's just I feel a little bit more comfortable with that, especially in game one or week one. I won't play a lot of games in week one. Uh, maybe there's some matchups that I've already kind of pinpointed, but usually that is, that's really not going to be my focus until we get into week two or three. I kind of get an idea of where, what the coaches want out of preseason. Um, but it is really important to do all your homework and listen to these press conferences and then have yeah, an idea. Yeah, and listen what, to us. We've done our research. Yeah, listen we to know us. what we're talking about most of the time. Uh, but if you love the sport, Chelsea, there's nothing wrong with betting on football because it, it, you love the sport. I mean, I'm not saying bet 25% of your bankroll on a Hall right. of Fame game. Do it because it's fun. This, don't get serious until week one or at least week three of the preseason where it's the dress rehearsal. Right, if you're betting a reasonable amount that you can sustain a loss. Uh, But let's move on to AFC Championship odds. Uh, Some of the favorites, obviously the Patriots and the Chiefs. What are your thoughts uh, on a futures bet here on an AFC Championship team? I'm done trying to get cute, I can tell you that. (laughs) I'm done trying to think about any other team but the New England Patriots. And yes, I know I, you know, the people love to throw that, oh, there's no value, there's this, there's that. I, there's no value in a losing ticket. Of the last 18 years, the Patriots have won the AFC nine of those times, and they probably should have won 10. Uh, of course, we remember the game against the Raiders. So I am not going to try to rethink this because there's a lot of teams that have a lot of questions, and there just comes a time where I have to rely on Brady, I'm relying on Belichick, I rely on their culture and what they do. In that division, yes, you could look at the Jets, the Bills, and the Dolphins and think normally they stink. I think at least the Bills and the Jets will be a little bit better this season. I don't think it's an automatic six wins, but this is still a, this is still a team to me that not only runs better a better system than most teams, but they also just pay attention to detail a lot more than other teams. And you know, for me, at three to one, even though it's you know not the sexy ten to one or twenty to one. I'm not trying to outthink this. I like the Patriots to win the AFC. 
like I've said before, the Patriots seem to have one of the easiest roads to the AFC Championship game of all the teams. And I think the Chiefs will be right there, but their odds can't be much better. They're not a value pick either. But uh, Dana's taking the Patriots, the AFC Championship. Uh, we'll be back after the break talking baseball, our daily picks. Stay tuned for more Picks and Parlays. When is a calculator more than a calculator? When it takes me from solving math problems to exploring the universe. Staples is your back-to-school destination. Find all the supplies and inspiration you need. In-store this week, get a Texas Instruments TI-84 graphing calculator for only $89.99 or a TI-84CE graphing calculator for just $99.99. Find all the products that add up to a successful school year. Staples, back-to-school and beyond. In-store only ends 8-3-19. Limit 2 while supplies last. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it, all of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. It has been said that everyone has a book in them, but do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. You'll do it right to make refreshing updates to your home this summer, starting with your bathroom. Lowe's does it right, too, with savings every day throughout the store. Stop in today and shop our Refresh for Less Kitchen and Bath event to get up to 40% off select bath essentials, including vanities, faucets, shower heads, and more. Whatever you need to make your bath shine, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 731, U.S. only. Welcome back 
to Picks and Parlays Radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. I am your host, Chelsea Messenger. You can find me every day on Twitter. My handle is just my name, Chelsea Messenger. And also follow us along on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. We're streaming live on Twitter, on Facebook, and on YouTube. If you want to watch us there, we've got video up. If you don't just want to listen, if you want to see our faces, we're there. We also appreciate feedback right now. Let's get to some baseball picks. We've got Chip Cherimbus of Picks and Parlays here with us today. Uh, Chip, let's start with the Pirates and the Mets. Yeah, Pittsburgh's had a heck of a time of it, Chelsea, since the All-Star break. They've only won three of 19, currently lost 10 of the last 11. Including going... that fight against the Reds. Y- yes, and <laughs> how about that? And a lot of uh, controversy around them with all the hits batsmen. Of course, they've been coming high and tight for the last 18 months more than anyone else in baseball. And Clint Hurdle is under the gun there. But they're going in and playing the hottest team in baseball right now. Uh, the Mets have won seven straight, have picked up uh, eight games, nine games in the division since the All-Star break. Still are part of the hunt. But yeah, five... and they were buyers in the, at the trade deadline. Yeah, they got Marcus Stroman, which was actually a pretty good pickup for them. I, I and they, they didn't trade away uh, Thor. Well, I... You know what? I think they see the potential in him. If he could stay healthy, if they ever score any runs for anybody. Um, you know, Cespedes is still out, and Cano's been a major disappointment. But they seem to put it together, and they have a little camaraderie. Um, the pitching staff is bonded together. Stroman's going to get his start tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And today, the Mets are throwing a mutt. They're sending uh, Steve Metz to the mound. Steve Matz is 6-6, six and six, ERA 4.32. I'm not a big fan. And I think Pittsburgh has a chance with their bats to come alive against the Mets tonight. I hate betting against teams with winning records, but the, this match is 2-6 and six on the road with an ERA of 6.40. And I think that's where they falter here. Um, the Pirates should come alive at some time. They had a, such a great run um, before the All-Star break. You know, it's, it's very disappointing for what we've seen with them of late. Trevor Williams gets the nod, and he is 2-1 lifetime against the Mets. I think Pittsburgh has a great opportunity tonight. Something else about this pitching matchup, these two pitchers, Trevor Williams and Steven Matz, have faced each other. I think it was last week. It was the 27th. But that's Steven, another, go ahead. You better let me finish, yeah, Chip. Uh, and it was Steven Matz who threw a complete game shutout against the Pirates. So he has had uh, success against this Pirates lineup. Granted, it's not a very good Pirates lineup, and it's not a very hot Pirates lineup. Uh, they've been losing so much. Uh, Trevor Williams wasn't bad himself. Seven innings, two earned runs uh, at the Mets. So, I mean, he's done well um, as well. Well, that, that was a matchup um, could have, I could have alluded to, and you did, thank you. And the fact that he pitched a shutout, a complete game. Now I think the Pirates, are, they've seen him. I think they'll be able to put a bat on the ball this time around. Like I've said, I'm really not impressed. Although Matt's has really turned around in the last month. He's had a great month of July and the Mets are starting to pick it up. So, uh, you know, they were 100-1 to 1 to win it all yesterday, and I don't know, they might be worth a shot, but I don't like them tomorrow. I don't like them tonight with Williams on the mound. Well, I certainly don't like them to win the World Series. Yeah. I think uh, top to bottom, yeah, their, their starting rotation is good, but they've had a good starting rotation the entire season, and they're 40-54. and 54. Uh, So you're taking the Pirates in this one or the Mets? Yeah, I'm definitely taking the Pirates, I think. I like to see them end the, end the Mets' seven-game win streak and uh, them get on the path. I think that Mats is the weakness for the Mets here. I really do, in spite of the great performance he had against Pittsburgh last time out. And maybe that's why the Pirates will be ready for him this time. Well, and the Pirates have to get better at some point. I mean, 
how many games can they lose in a row? I know they won one uh, two days ago, but losing 10 of your last 11, that's almost impressive, especially well, for a, a Pittsburgh team that actually does have some talent. And, you know, they, were, they played so well before the break. Um, Josh Bell had a, a wonderful season as a rookie, mm-hmm. and they had great support in the lineup. And it's, it's all gone awry since then. The pitching has broken down, and the hitting hasn't been there either. Right. All right, so let's move on to the Red Sox-Yankees. It seems like these two teams have played a lot over the past two weeks. I keep seeing their games on TV. Uh, Tonight, it's Eduardo Rodriguez and James Paxton uh, going for the Yankees. James Paxton is 5-6 with a 4.72 ERA. Eduardo Rodriguez, 13 wins, 13-4 with a 4.13 ERA. Uh, Initial thoughts on this game? Well, my initial thoughts are that the Yankees are laying in wait after getting pounded in Boston three out of four last weekend. They salvaged the series on a four-game series with a Sunday win, but gave it 44 runs in Fenway Park. Now I think it's the Yankees' turn at home where they're comfortable. Paxton hasn't been all that impressive this year. But, you know, Eduardo Rodriguez, though he's 13-4 and four, like you mentioned, you mentioned, Chelsea, he's getting 7.6 runs of support every outing, and right. that's a huge advantage. He's, his ERA at 4.13 is a half a run better than Paxton, and Paxton's been very disappointing so far, 5-6 and six for the Yankees. But he is 3-1 in one lifetime against the Red Sox. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, this Boston team, I, I think the Yankees, you know, they gave him a little life last week, and they really did, and I think they're looking to close the door here. Though um, Rodriguez is 6-4 and four against the Yankees with an ERA just under 4, 7-0 and oh in his last nine starts. But I just think it's the Yankees' time tonight. I think after getting pounded the way they did on the road in Boston last week, they're coming home very confident and uh, looking to play well. As a matter of fact, Chelsea, Boston has lost the last four. After the Yankees beat them on Sunday, they had a big letdown coming to play Tampa Bay. They get so mm-hmm. geared up for the Yankees, right. the next team in usually comes in and has an advantage, and they got swept three games against Tampa Bay. So It's an emotional think, hangover almost. And, and you know, they, they're in a position where um, the pressure is really starting to mount on them because people are wondering if they're even going to be able to make the wild card berth. But they've been playing really well. Um, Bogarts has been hitting the ball, and Mookie Betts is getting back to where he was. Devers is leading the league in hitting. And um, they just have to get that rotations down because Sale has been absolutely horrendous. And uh, I think the Yankees could really hurt them um, this weekend with uh, winning uh, three out of four. Yeah, on YouTube, we just had a comment from Craig saying he likes the under, or the over, excuse me, for the Yankees. And it seems like... Uh, the the question marks for both of these teams has been the rotation strength. And I know a lot of people were angry at the Yankees uh, for not getting another starter or at least some more arms for their, their pitching rotation. So in the past, it's been a lot of runs, and especially if you're playing at Yankee Stadium, that's a very hitter-friendly park. There might be a lot of runs in this one. Yeah, most likely. I mean, look at what they did when they were in London, and look what they did when they were in Fenway. Why can't they do it in New York? You've got the short right field. And, you know, these two teams love to pound the ball. I mean, let's face it, the Reds, they're built for this. And um, the pitching on either side hasn't been all that great. And, you know, I have to commend Cashin and and staying disciplined here at the break um, with the trading deadline. He was not going to break up that Yankee lineup. The people were really looking for a ransom from him. And they've got some really talented young players that are out on the field, and he didn't want to part with them. So the Yankees are going to probably go, though I don't – for the playoffs. I really know when you have that many hitters that are strikeout artists at the plate, I think Chance, Sanchez is very weak behind the plate, and I don't know why we even call him a catcher. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hot take there. Uh, I think you're exactly right when it comes to players that strike out a lot because it's going to be feast or famine. Yeah, it's going to be a great game if all of your hitters are hot and they're hitting home runs, but what if half of them are striking out, especially with runners on base? That's when you get in the issue of, okay, you can get the bases loaded, but if two guys strike out, you don't get any runs. Well, that's what happened in 04 with the Yankees against the Red Sox. They had the bases loaded, and they and Rodriguez struck out, and the next guy struck out, and the game was over. But um, pitching in the playoffs is so dominant, and contact hitters, are, I think, are a little bit more valuable in that situation. These bigs, and Aaron Judge is a great, contact, a great hitter, but he's got a really big swing. And even if they get um, Stanton back, which they haven't had all year, it may add some power to the lineup, but they went out and got in Carcion because they, I don't think they believe Stanton's going to return. But I don't think they're, they're built for the playoffs. I think when you've got a rotation like the Astros are going to come with three big guns in a row, uh, I think your backs are up against the wall. I definitely think that's the biggest question mark is because the Astros just have such a loaded rotation. And when it comes to the playoffs, rotation matters. You're starting pitching. It really matters. There's a reason these starting pitchers are getting paid so well because they deserve it. And for contending teams, you need to pay those guys because uh, even if you don't have a fifth starter, you can almost rely on your three and four guys to, yeah. to keep pitching uh, throughout those series, and you don't even have to use your five. So when their top four, top three are so strong, like we see with the Astros, uh, I think it's going to be a game changer, and there's less pressure on the bullpen. Right. So I think that's the problem for the Yankees, the Red Sox, and even the Twins. Well, you know, Houston's been banged up all year, and Altuve's been having a bad year, and I turned around, and you look today, he's hitting 302. People are getting healthy. They just got Grinky. They've been dropped from 4-1 to one to 2-1 to one to win it all, and I think they are the odds-on favorite. Their lineup is just starting to mesh now, and, and they they're, look like they're going to be a dominant team, and the playoffs are going to be really interesting with their rotation. Just to circle back, who are you taking in the Red Sox-Yankees game? Well, I'm going to take the Yankees here. I'm definitely taking the Yankees here. I, I think they, they, after getting pounded the way they did, embarrassed in Boston last week, they're looking to take their advantage here at home. All right, so let's move on to our final game. The San Francisco Giants and the Colorado Rockies going at it. Sean Anderson on the bump for the Giants, 3-3 three and three of a 5.06 ERA. And Lambert for the Rockies, 2-2, two and 5.67 two, ERA. First thoughts on this one? My first thoughts are that um, these two teams are going to explode in Colorado. The total is 14. The ERAs of both the starters are over 5. Lambert, his last two starts, his ERA has been 7.1. And the, the crazy thing about this game, Chelsea, and it's very unique, is that these two teams played a mirror image records in the month of, the, of July. The Giants, of mm. course, were hot and went 19-6. and six, And Colorado Rockies had their worst month in the entire franchise history. They were 6-19. and 19. So there's a 13-game difference in the gap between these two um, in the month of July alone. And the point here about San Francisco being so hot and playing so well and Colorado playing so poorly is that when the Giants get to Colorado, they are a different team. They're 7-19 and 19 in their last 26 trips out to Colorado. And I think the best way to go here is trying, instead of trying to fight that out, is that both these offenses are going to put up some runs here. Colorado gives up the most runs. They score the most runs. They're in a park that is conducive to runs being scored. And 14 is a huge number. No I was about to say, 14's a lot, though. Yeah, that's what I mean. Well, that's, I, think that, I think they're thinking that one team's going to score double figures easy tonight. And po- probably both these starters won't be around past the, the sixth, fifth, or sixth inning either. And 
I just, that, that number, they hung up, I said, that's a number that's very difficult to get over. You're talking about an 8-7 final and to win. And I, I played it over. I think the odds maker are begging you to play this game under the total. Uh, Giants and Rockies, to try and pick a side with their their records the way they are and with the Giants struggling in Colorado, mm-hmm. I, I think it's a, it's a tough call. But I would rather play the over in this game. So you're taking over 14 runs yeah, in this game. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, w- I can see where you're headed, especially this time of year when the bullpens are taxed. And these are two teams that don't necessarily have the best bullpens. I know the Giants went and got a couple arms for their bullpen uh, during the trade deadline, but it, it was not the greatest. But, uh, but, yeah, I can see the overhitting. Other thoughts on this game real quick. Well, that's, that's pretty much it. The fact that, you know, like I said the Giants come in 19-6 and six in a month and Colorado 6-19. Mm-hmm. and 19. I don't think that's going to last or, or stay too long, and that's probably just a, a one-month sample. Colorado's probably very happy it's August right now, and let's see if they get better because uh, that's really horrific to win six games in an entire month. Well, I'm sure the Rockies pitchers are probably not <laughs> loving this season, just rolling so slowly with the balls being juiced right. and the ball flying in their ballparks. Just to recap, we're taking the over in the Rockies-Giants game. We are taking uh, the Yankees. We have the Yankees, and we're going to take Pittsburgh to upset the Mets. All right, those are your daily baseball picks. We are back after the break, recapping all of our picks from today's show. Stay with us after the break. You're listening to Picks and Parlays. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517, 800-932-5517, 800-932-5517, once again, that's 800-932-5517. Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan, have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables, not your credit. And 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183. 800-847-1183. That's 800-847-1183. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. 
If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic Adjustable Beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Rated number one by consumers nationwide on ConsumerAffairs.com. Craftmatic Beds come in all mattress types, including cool gel memory foam for up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Enjoy temporary relief of low back pain, poor circulation, nighttime heartburn, mild arthritis. You'll sleep better in a Craftmatic Adjustable Bed. So if you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and information. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-371-9608. That's 1-800-371-9608. Call 1-800-371-9608. Call now. And if you haven't been paying attention or if you're just now joining us, don't worry. We're about to recap all of today's picks. Let's start with college football. Are we going to get that graphic on the screen real quick? College football opening weekend. Uh, We had Craig joining us to talk. Utah and BYU. He is taking Utah minus five. Georgia and Vanderbilt. Georgia is getting, or Vanderbilt's getting a lot of points. Uh, So we're taking Vanderbilt in that one. And also Florida State, we are taking them over Boise State. Moving on to NFL. AFC Championship odds with Dana Lane. He likes the New England Patriots, even though the odds are 3-2-1, which is not a value pick. He likes the Patriots and traditionally He would probably be right. The Patriots seem to dominate, especially their division, the AFC East, and they have such an easy road to the playoffs that it's really hard to pick against them unless you like the Chiefs, which, you know what, they could be pretty good too. Uh, MLB games with Chip Cherimis, Pittsburgh at the New York Mets. We're taking Pittsburgh plus 110. Boston at New York, we're taking the Yankees, minus 135. And a lot of us also like the over in that one because it's been a slugfest as of late between those teams. San Francisco and Colorado, we're taking the over in that one. 14 runs. That's a lot of runs, but we still like it because of the park and because of the starters. Those are our picks for today. As always, you can find us here every weekday, 1 Pacific, 4 Eastern, on Picks and Parlays Radio. Bet, win, repeat. We'll see you next week on Picks and Parlays.